Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, episode that was pretty good. One, one. That was really good. That's really funny. I mean, it's no brain candy theme song, but like, you know, how some people thing. are into scat play. Oh my god, are we talking about well, the you music mentioned or scat? Ta- and then it made me think about that. It's, it's always got to go to that, doesn't it? With well, us? Let, let's just say you found the love of your life and you were together oh, for yes. years, and then oh one day they finally admitted that that's what they're. Heart desired in the sack. What mm-hmm. would you go for? Like, would you try it? Uh, well, no, <laughs> at, not at all, at all, at all, for like a million reasons. Okay, just checking. But what I would do in that situation <laughs> is outsource that. Like, I wouldn't say somebody should like. First, I would explore why, and then, like, for if the therapy doesn't freaking work, then, you know, and, like, nothing, you, you need that, yeah. you know, just, like, do it, like, safely and, like, over there and, like, have somebody else do it, but, like, I'm fine like, with don't that. ask, don't tell. Yeah, yeah, but, okay. like, no, don't, yeah, don't tell me after. I would much rather, like, know about those things and then have them, like, sneak around. Wow, we just dove right into this. <laughs> Do we even say what the heck episode this is? I did. 411, 411. Um, How are you, Sarah? Oh, Sarah and I were talking before we started. We are crabby. Crabby? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, now I'm just just distracted. But whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't (laughs) think that you can just skip over this and, like, not answer the question yourself. Oh, no, I would not do that. That's where I draw the line. Would you be like, I'm out, I'm out of here? No, no, I just say, well, we're not doing that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Divorce. I mean, no. If they just said, hey, I, you know, I'm really into this scat play, I would just be like, well, I'm really not and definitely not doing that. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, deal with it. Oh. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Do you think it's just like a slippery slope? Like it goes from <laughs> playing with the back door, a little bum action? I and do then... not. I don't think it's a slippery of slope. Of course not. No, I think that that is next level when you actually yeah. want that yeah, there's there's something there. Ooh, God, <laughs> good lord, Suze. All right, we hope well, nobody's making listen. Like, if I apologize if you are, are somebody who's listening to this while you're cooking, or what if it's their first episode? Mm. Uh, welcome. And they're like, wait a sec. I heard her talking about healthy relationships on another <laughs> podcast. This seems different. I'm sorry, everyone. You know what? After four weeks in quarantine, you know things get a little you know? weird. They do. Well, hopefully not that weird. Not that weird. (laughs) (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Um, I did want to top off the show, however, with a funny conversation, thanks to a brainiac Mm -hmm. named Amy, who sent me a link to um, have a deep dive, so to speak, about a man who has two fully functional penises. Oh, my goodness. And it is so fascinating. 
I'm serious, okay? Yeah, tell me more. So this guy, <clears throat> he has two gigantic eight-inchers flaccid. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Not only are there... T- <laughs> okay, men with small penises everywhere are pissed. <laughs> he got two monsters. I don't Get know what it is erect, but he had a measuring tape next to them. No. Uh, yeah. The, without... Yeah, and I was like, those are gorgeous, number maybe one. They're, maybe they're uh, showers, not growers, hopefully. Right, maybe. What, regardless, they were fantastic, and I was so intrigued. And you he saw, did okay. a Ask Me Anything. How does it even work? Yes. He, he did an Ask Me Anything. Yes. Oh, please, Sarah. please, please. Can you answer every question <laughs> I have? I'm, I'm fascinated. And I'm not going to Google this. You should, though, to see it, because I think you'd be impressed. They're beautiful. Oh, my God. Because you would expect if you have one normal penis, then the the second one might be like a bonus kind of weird thumb kind of situation. (laughs) Right. But it isn't. It's just two identical eight inches. is it, (laughs) is it like, uh, this is a weird way to put it, but like, is it, is it like like branches sprouting off in from no. like from the same source or they grow in parallel parallel what yes no they are not branched and oh i what are you looking okay. at it no oh. i no should uh, I? I yes oh okay yeah oh the man God. with two penises not safe for work no, not safe for work, but... Well, I mean, I work at home and I'm not safe from work here because, <laughs> yeah. God forbid, Ren walks in right now. Yeah, I swear, well, I'm on a podcast. <laughs> what do I Google? Um, man with two penises, ask man me anything, Reddit, AMA Reddit. Oh, that sounds safe. Oh, the man with two functioning penises. Yeah, it comes right up. Yeah. How did I miss this? I don't know because it was the most popular ask me anything they seriously, ever did. Ser- seriously, how did I miss this? Oh my gosh. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. Give me a picture. So he Dive was out. so cool. I loved him. After- Whoa! <laughs> Sarah. Oh my God. What? What do you think of him? Beautiful, right? You know, I wish he weren't so manicured. That's. Weird. I didn't like that. I didn't like that it, situation. That look, it, that's interesting. Just put That's distracting. It is distracting. That's distracting. (laughs) From that is the last thing that you'd ever think would come out of somebody's mouth when they were looking at a picture of two a man with two penises. It was though. That was the part I was like, I I agree. Which is why that's so funny because it's totally true. But that's hilarious. Yes. Wow. Okay. Do you like the penises? Do you think they're nice? I mean, they're really nice looking. Yeah, they are. Yeah, so that's their wow. I can't. I that's. I know. Oh my! I I'm. It's not. <laughs> but it's it's interesting because it's not a turn like it's not attractive for me. Like I don't get the same. It's like cur- like it's a curiosity. Do you and think it's because they're like, soft or just because no? Because no, like I still I like I I I've seen a soft penis before and been like mm. I do know that they get hard. So this is very strange. <laughs> well, this guy was so cool hmm. in the AMA and he yeah. answered everyone's questions and he was so down to earth and fun. And I just really like him. And, um, he, first of all, is a bisexual man who is mm-hmm. in a relationship with a man and a woman. 
And well, I mean, yeah, it makes sense. If you it got, does. it would be a waste if you weren't using That's what both someone of them. Wrote, someone wrote, "Thank God, God didn't waste this on a prude." Yeah, thank God. That's yeah. really funny, and it's true. Like it, it is, is true. Went to the right person. Oh, and like not, not there's like not shameful. Like no, Mm-mm. or like not shame felt about it. No, he's wow. just like totally chilled out, and he. Um, describes how they're both fully functioning in terms of sex as well as urination. They both pee at the same time. Now, is that fun or difficult? No, he said it's kind of tricky because you know how, like, guys sometimes pee and then there's (sighs) a stream splits? So then there's four. Whoa. And he says it's a big production. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. uh, You you just pee sitting down. Oh, maybe. He didn't... Maybe I mean, said, that. I feel like that would make... That would solve some of the problems. Yeah, solve a lot of problems. He does try to avoid public restrooms, as you can imagine. Oh, my God, of course. And, I would never. Yeah, but sometimes you can't. And so, you know, occasionally someone will spot him and make a comment. Because how could you not if you see someone with two giant wieners? I mean, yeah. It would be hard to not... I'm curious to, to know how men react to this. So he says that they tend to like. Oh my almost... God, you answer every one of my questions. I never thought in a million years you would have all these <laughs> answers that I, to ask. Okay, continue. He said that a lot of guys tend to be really into it, even straight guys. And one person huh. in the locker room was like, caught a glimpse and was like, hey, can I see those? And he was like, why are you gay? And the guy was like, no, but I might be now. Like, they're into it. And um, he's had a lot of sex and women and men are really into it. But sometimes girls get freaked out like whenever it's the real moment. Whereas Mm -hmm. he said guys never do. They always (laughs) want to go for it (laughs) because they're fascinated and they're into it. Do they do the guys want him to and can you can he get to it once? Yeah. He said that the way the erections work is that like. If you're just starting to get your motor running, the one will start to get a little hard, and then it'll go full throttle. And then if he's super turned on, then the second one will start winding up. And then he and then can... he can bang with both of them if he wants. Oh, my God. And sometimes so he So do the straight both- guys want him to be with them and another woman or just them? I think in general he's only with gay men. But the, yeah. the straight men seem to be interested and into it when they see it. Yeah, I think it's more of like a fast, like a, a yeah, like <clears throat> oh my god, I don't. That's that's interesting. And sometimes he'll put both penises into uh-huh. one vagina or Whoa. whatever. And he, someone said, "What's that like?" And he goes, "Snug." <laughs> and that was all he said. So, oh my all. god. Mm-hmm. I mean, is he doing porn? No, he no. said he thought about it, but that he felt like I'm, he I'm would. Didn't. Yeah, me too. He said he felt like he would end up feeling like Barnum and Bailey sideshow kind of thing. Yes, and that what a, he's 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 very. Who wise. are his parents? Yes, his mom. I need to know this. I don't know who they are, but they told him, you know, at a certain age, like just so you know, most boys only have God. one, so oh. you might not want to like showcase it because you know. 
that could get weird. And he only realized later in life that what she was trying to do is protect him from ridicule. He thought he was protecting the other boys from not feeling bad for themselves. This is great. Yeah. That, that little, that is so like insightful. Mm -hmm. Like that's so like, because it could have gone either way. Yeah, like he saw it and as more like a And one little internalization, like a different labeling of that. Mm-hmm. He saw it as, oh, one's good too. That's even better. <laughs> double, like, double pleasure. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. And then when he got older and it started to be, he became aware of, you know, what was really going on. He considered having one removed um, to just be quote unquote normal. But then he decided not to and he says he's glad he didn't. Yeah. Um, but for a oh, while, he would have he was, had like a phantom. I bet he would have had like a phantom limb thing. Or oh like, my God, that would be terrible. No, I, I mean, maybe. Or great. Why not? Maybe it would be still double fun. Wow. But he said oh, he started hmm. getting promiscuous and like eventually got sad because he realized oh. that he was just a novelty. Oh. And, you know, so then he just became monogamous with his two yeah. partners. Yeah, well, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Gosh, if that isn't, <laughs> he's so evolved. What do they say? There's a there's a a key for every lock. <laughs> I always say there's a lid for every pot. A lid for every pot. Same thing. Yes. yes. Oh man. Uh, apparently he's handsome, but I didn't see a picture of his uh, anything other than the wiener, so I can't well, confirm that. But that's what some other people yeah. said. So good I for him. If there's any correlation between attractiveness and attractiveness of a wiener. Oh, that is a good question. This is an excellent question. <laughs> Get on this. We have time. Have well, you we can't ever see anybody been with someone yes. who's really handsome, but their wiener was weird? I have not. Oh, yeah. Oh my God, Suze, you know you were the one who encouraged this relation. This this you are lying. Called a relationship. Remember, well, For the French- I've encouraged a lot of your relationships. Oh right, right, right. The 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 one the that in Vegas. Yes. Well, it was small, but I didn't know it was weird. Well, I didn't really see. Like not like what define weird. Ugly. Because uh, n- n- you not said visible is. <laughs> Kind of, you know, it's not ugly, but it wasn't, I wasn't prepared for that. And it didn't match, you know, what, like, not like, yeah, I don't know. It just didn't, he was very confident. It was not little dick he energy. Was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I he agree had big with that. dick energy. He was very he handsome. Was really good at everything else. So that's why uh, I was like, I'm, I'm down. Well, I am definitely down for using Noom, the app. Um, during this time, I started using it, um, since we've been in quarantine for, um, just keeping me on track because I don't know about you guys, but I'm not exactly feeling my best these days. Hard to stay on track. And we need all of that help, especially with the psychology behind it. Yes. And that's actually what I really liked about using Noom is that every day, um, my sort of liaison would send articles about like, healthy habits and self-care and confidence. And I found it really helpful. So you might as well, you can set whatever goal you want, whether you want to lose weight or just feel, have more energy or move your body more. That's another thing. I'm like atrophying over here. It's so sedentary. Oh my Um, God, same. Leave your house. 
Um, but I love that it's based on psychology and it sort of empowers you with tools to break bad habits and replace the better ones. I was interviewing somebody recently and they were saying how it's, it's easier to learn to do something like wash your hands than it is to learn to not do it, like touch your face. Oh my and gosh. That really resonated so with me. Yeah. Anyway, oh Noom God. only asks for 10 yeah. minutes a day and they want to help you um, improve your behavior so you reach your goals. It's a perfect time to take the step oh towards God, healthier yes. habits. I, really, sign up for your, your trial today at Noom, N O O M dot com slash brain. I'm doing this today. <laughs> what what are you, am I waiting for? Yes, like, what do you have to lose, Sarah? Nothing. <laughs> Visit Noom.com slash Brain Candy to start your trial today. That's Noom, N-O-O-M.com slash Brain Candy. For real, I like need all the help I can get. And I'm I sure was most ju- people You stole do. the words out of my mouth. Everybody yeah. does. Everybody yeah. needs. Yeah. I saw this funny meme that, that said therapists, you know, I, it was like somebody who said, I imagine that my therapist has a therapist and that therapist has a therapist and then yeah. she has a therapist and then they have a master therapist and eventually at the end of the line, it's Fiona Apple. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah. Uh, so I paraphrasing, but that was the point. I laughed. Right. I like, yeah. like we all need the help. And then I told Ren that joke and he didn't he, he didn't, didn't laugh because like he was like, Who's Fiona Apple? And oh, I was like, no. Oh Angsty yeah. music? Yeah. Well she's that's an right. oldie but goodie. Yeah. And um, like I was like, Oh, that's right. You weren't a thirteen year old preteen female filled with like, you know, preteen angst in like the late nineties. I forgot. <laughs> Right, it's a very specific yes. demographic, and he ain't yeah. in it. I forgot. Yes. Anyway, I love the I love the guy with two penises because yes. he was so cool, and um, it was all very normalized and chilled out. And don't you love when someone can, as you said, kind of flip the script on what is supposed yes. to be maybe a disability or um, right? Because what if what if parent what if his parents saw that and were like. And went to the wrong doctor. Somebody who was like, mm, "Got to take that off," so he's normal. Well, it's and he funny like because felt like something was missing. He said one time when he was little, he went to a doctor, and the doctor called in like a bunch of people, like, "Hey, look at this, like freak show." And <sighs> the mom uh, said, "My son will not be your freak show," and she slapped the doctor. Hell yeah, mm-hmm. that's the badass bitch of the week. Yeah, because. You got to be your kid's advocate sometimes. That's that freaking okay. awesome. <laughs> I love her. These know, are cool parents. Where is, where is he from? He's in the U.S., but I don't know what yeah. area. That's yeah. a good question, though, because that could have gone a different way if he was in the yep. wrong town. I feel like he's, he's either from, my, my instinct tells me he's from, like, Seattle oh. like, or, like, where else? Could Somewhere progressive. Uh, uh, Sedona, uh, Arizona. Yeah, like that. <laughs> Hippies. Uh huh. San Diego. I don't know why. I'm like, yeah. And I really want to know. Let's see if I'm right. Yeah. And Aww. I'm glad he's putting good those. Story. Yeah, I'm glad he's putting those eight inches to to good use. Oh my god! Wow. Fascinating. And like, it really is. <laughs> it really is great that he ended up in a, uh, uh you know, <laughs> what is it called? Polyamorous. Yeah. I mean, I suppose there's a chance that. You know, having two penises might change your hormones in a way that would make you more inclined to have. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. Anyway, let's move on. Like how the brain is sexed. Oh, my God. So good story, Suze. A plus. (laughs) Bringing it. I thought it was a good one to kick off, you know, things. Yes. Okay. Now, 
I did see a video about how Ikea names its furniture, and I thought oh, you would be interested. Did you see this? <laughs> no, but I love it because those names crack me up. And it's crazy that I have some of them memorized, which is so you weird. You do not. Yeah, like everybody knows what a mom dresser is. That's true. Yeah, see? Yeah, that's true. You have them memorized too. Yeah, I wouldn't have been able to pull it out of my head, but I mm-hmm. know which one you mean. Yeah. <laughs> there are certain items that really go people go crazy about. Yeah. But they were just saying how the founder had dyslexia and so he had trouble managing, you know, like barcodes and just sort of abstract um coding mm-hmm. for all the furniture, so they decided mm-hmm. to use a different kind of coding that would group things into categories. So for instance, outdoor furniture was named after islands. So all of those names are about islands. I don't know how this would help someone with dyslexia, but that's what they claimed. Um, and like rugs were named after cities in Denmark. The bed and oh, bath cool. were named after flowers and plants. I guess they use oh. Swedish. Is it Swedish? Yeah. Yeah. The words in Sweden are for flowers and cool. plants. Yeah. So I mean, I like that. Don't you think? It's I mean, a, it makes sense. It's so weird that it's the only sort of humongous company out of that region, though, that I can think of. Do you know any other um, big successful companies? Yeah, I feel like there are. are um, oh gosh, but I don't know the names of them. Well, how successful are they? I don't know the names. But I, if I looked, I, I think there are more than we we think um, that are like outdoor um, oh. gear. Because I remember when I was in Norway. They had a bunch of the like warehouses, like factory warehouses, because I was like, "Oh, I need to get a good jacket while I'm here." And it was like, "Oh my god, this company, <laughs> this company's your here!" Oyster. Yes, I was like, and they were all like the fat, the sto- like the headquarters, you know. Like you in, were- I, I live in Southern California, and every single beach, like Volcom headquarters oh. and um, O'Neill and Rainbow Sandals, and so you can go to the factory outlets, and it's fifty percent off everything. And it's not as obvious because, like, Ikea purposefully embraced this sort of Swedish thing, but most of them probably Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Well, okay. and I think that's because of the style of furniture. Right. Because Scandinavian is an actual, like, furniture style. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so by embracing that, and, and I think that people were more familiar with Ikea and their style than they were with the style of Scandinavian furniture, that people kind of, like... At least I was. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, that's like Ikea style. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, that's like Scandinavian style. So they introduced, it was like great marketing to introduce a style that was popular in that style, part of the world, like with the whole. New twist. Yeah, it was like, it was branded as that. And like, When you were in Norway. Yeah. Okay. That was in like December, right? Mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. Yes. It was in like November. Yeah, I think so. And what's the sort of was light it? situation? Is it light all the time at that time of year? Or is the oh, we were... No, it was... was it, it was dark? not... It was... I don't think I was high enough then where we... Wow, you didn't even was, notice? No, I th- it was pretty normal. I think it got, it got dark later. <laughs> yes, but I do remember when I was in Russia, like with on another... Like when I went on uh, that boat trip oh in the, yeah, um, yeah yeah the cruise yeah that cruise up there um that when we went to russia it was um oh god 
like two o'clock in the morning and it looked like 7 p.m. That freaks like me out. Like you could read a news. It freaked me out too. And it makes you feel, your brain feel really weird. Like you feel jet lagged and funky even though you had fine sleep. I don't get, I like, I don't know how people live with that. That would be very frustrating for me. Well, yeah, and it really does affect, like, you know, all that, like, the the 2017 winner of the Nobel Prize was the one who discovered, like, links to circadian rhythms in our genes. I know, I was just reading about that. You know how passionate I am about that? <laughs> After our book club book. <laughs> right, and it's all very helpful and true. Yeah. I see so, why they like, won the Nobel Prize. You know, and then you think maybe that's why people in certain parts of the world have, like, reputations as being a little more, like rough or rough around the edges and people are like oh it's because of the cold like maybe it's because of the sunlight exposure and like i feel like that even about like minnesota and wisconsin where they have a very um stoic personality they're very friendly but they're Mm -hmm. sort of like um stoic and my friend tim said that he he's from um minnesota and he was saying like because it's so cold you spend so much time in your fa- in your house with your family in the winter that mm-hmm. like you just learn how to be like keep your emotions to yourself and oh be polite. Yes. And I that yeah. made sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that my friend Allie, shout out to Allie. She's like, "Yeah, we're we're pretty good at this over here because like this is what it's like 6 months out of the year and we just have game rooms." And I was like, "Oh, that's what game rooms are. That makes sense." And she's like, "We have basements." I'm like, "Oh." I think it's so weird that people don't have basements out here. Yeah. Like I don't get it. Why? Why why you know not what? add now one? Now that you say that, there could it be? No, this is a crazy thing. That it has something to do with the soil in like and digging down? Is that crazy? A weird thought? It could be, but how we, could that be? <laughs> that seems silly. I just remember that, like, we wanted, my mom wanted to dig something and do something with the backyard. And, like, and they said the, no because they of said the we soil? can't go through that kind of rock. Okay, well, maybe then. I don't know. I'm fucking making this up. Who knows? I love it. I love when you're crabby. This is the best. <laughs> this is so great because you're doing what I do. It's so fun. I'm like, I don't fucking know who this yes. I told Ren that but we, we have, we're oh. like, he's, he, he always, he's uh, uh, really good at like asking, like get, pulling the group and like getting like, okay, so like, what do you think is the right yeah, thing to do Yeah, what are the possible theories? Yeah, what, mm. like, what should we do? Like, should I do A or B or whatever? Or like, what are, yeah, what are the possible theories? He like poses the question and because he's like curious and goes, mm, I don't know the answer. Let me ask this question. <laughs> That's how you learn. Which is great. I'm the kind of person who gives the answer even though I don't <laughs> have, I have no information to back it up. So like, I'll be like, yeah, convincing. it's probably because of da, 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 da. And I was like, but like, don't take my word for it. And it's only after, you know, him taking my word for it on things and then being like, ah, eh, that's actually not what works best. Where I was like, well, don't, d- you asked, you asked what I thought about this. So I gave you what I thought, I did, you know, <laughs> it doesn't necessarily mean it's the right thing. Yeah. It's just good I, to I know I can't even that think of a good that. example right now, but it's just hilarious that it's like the, the, that you get two people together like that. And I'm like, well, I'm always going to give you an answer if you ask me a question. Well, even Sarah, if I don't know. <laughs> one thing Sarah and I were just texting about that we are on the same page about and both agree is that it is a great time to try better help to get some therapy online. Oh, yes. Amen, sister. Because you can use this time when we're all locked up 
to reach out and work on some crap. I'm sure you're not thriving right now. Come on. Come on. And BetterHelp is great because you can connect with certified, you know, counselors, therapists um, from your phone or your computer or whatever, and you'll match with a licensed professional and you can connect online. It's so convenient because we can't go anywhere right now. And you mm-hmm. can communicate, um, and like in, within 24 hours of signing up, you'll find your match, and you can send your message anytime. So anytime you're feeling like you have a need, you can reach out um, for yeah, depression, that's a great feature. stress, anxiety, sleeping problems, anger, whatever. I was listing like everything I'm experiencing. Um, <laughs> we want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you get 10% off your first month by visiting. BetterHelp.com slash brain candy. Join over 800,000 people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H E L P.com slash brain candy. I have tried it. I have a wonderful therapist who was a perfect match for me in terms of like what I need Ooh, and yay, her professionalism. I'm so glad. So I definitely recommend it. If you oh. want someone to talk to, yes. Who doesn't? <clears throat> yeah. Anywho. Since I can't see you as a client, you know. I know. Yeah. That is a real bummer. Yeah. It's okay. I give you the free stuff. <laughs> yeah. The friendship stuff. It's yeah. almost as good, Just I'm sure. Good. I mean, your friendship for me is fabulous. It works like therapy as well. Oh, yeah. Mine is like the opposite of therapy. I'm like, yeah, just do it. Just do Sometimes whatever you, you destructive. Need, it's different. There's like a funny name for it of like a friend advice and therapy advice. But, but like, yeah, sure because some sometimes Sarah will say, do you want to know what Sarah, your friend, says? Or what Sarah, <laughs> the therapist, might say? <laughs> right. Okay, which one do you want right now? I it's, always want the friend. Yes. And I'm like, yeah. Because Sarah, <laughs> that the friend, sucks. is very permissive of... Um, my nonsense, but Sarah, yeah. the therapist, probably would not approve. <laughs> no. Right, that's right. So I stay in friend zone. Friend okay, yeah, mode. Uh, did Hilarious. you watch How to Fix a Drug Scandal on Netflix? Oh, no, we're. I'm. I'm just getting ready to dive into it. I think. Yeah, you'll Ren like and I it. were like, we're like in the. You don't like it? No, I think you'll like it. Oh, I do too. My mom said that she's watching it and she says it's great. And she like yeah. gave me a little bit. She's like, this just this happened just in the first twenty minutes and. But yes. yeah, so I'm, I really want to see it and it's on the list and I was just in a comedy mood. So now I'm switching into a, uh, 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 what the heck is that? Documentary mood. Here we go. Sarah and I were joking before we started recording about how this was supposed to be my year of comedy and laughter <clears throat> because that was my new year's resolution. <laughs> and Sarah goes, I guess you didn't know it was going to be a dark comedy. <laughs> it was so true. <laughs> I did Gonna not. get real specific with the universe. Yes. I did add another, um, what do you call it, resolution, though, oh, recently yeah. since quarantine. Because Tell me. I was struggling because it's stressful and terrible. Um, and I thought, there is only one thing that will help this, and that is for me to help someone else. <laughs> oh, my gosh, so yes. I just said, every day I want to be able to answer the question, who did you help today? somebody it doesn't have to be a big deal just did you help anyone so that's my new we helped me today so check (laughs) oh good did i yes oh good okay because um it does help it doesn't cure everything but it does make you feel like you have a purpose yeah and you're not a loose end because sometimes it can feel like you're just a helpless loose end and that's not a nice feeling that is one of the uh uh known like 
ways to boost happiness. Yeah. And it's so it's kind of a no-brainer, but it's like sometimes it's yeah. just hard to do that when you feel right. like you're floundering. There's a lot of things that are no-brainers, but we struggle or forget to do. Yeah. So that's handy. Yeah. If you are looking for something to like give you purpose, I recommend that yes. one. Yes. Um, okay. But what anyway, about the talk? Yeah. I loved, I really loved it. It was kind of slow, but I think that might be, be like a Joe Exotic residual effect where... Oh, like after correct. watching something like Tiger King, you have it's like crack. It is, and like so crack. to go back to a normal <laughs> documentary, to, there's a come down. I was just gonna <laughs> yes, say there is, yeah. and so you, I almost had to recalibrate. So it took me a little bit to get into it, but it's about um, issues at two Massachusetts drug labs that were where chemists were supposed to be testing the drugs that come through from crimes and like that the police sees and things like that. Mm-hmm. And um, two of the chemists were involved in sort of misbehavior or negligence or whatever you want to call it. And unfortunately, it affected thousands of prisoners. And so you have to, you see how it played out, who um, got punished, what were the sort of consequences of it. And it also sheds light on the fact that the system is not great and there needs to be a lot more safeguards to protect um, the innocent and also, wow. the, you know, the alleged criminals. Jeez. Yep. I'm worried about Man. all my prisoner f- friends right now. Yeah. Oh, right. It's even Joe Exotic. <laughs> I'm not worried about him so much. He got. He got the. He got the coronavirus. I. I don't know if that's true. Oh, I, I saw. I saw it on. A- I've been noticing so much like misinformation. So I don't know what to believe. Oh my anymore. gosh, that is so true. People are bored and they're yeah. at home, just like. Mm. Did you Let's see this thing the about the, the thing that went viral where the gorilla was like washing her hands or the orangutan or whatever? Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> Are you mad about it? No, but I'm like fake. Yes. Yeah. Well, it was yeah, real, but it was from last year and it oh, wasn't in response sake. to watching pe- the zookeepers right. wash their hands. Yeah. And I was thinking about it and why someone would sort of grasp onto that and perpetuate the, the lie and I think it's similar to those ones that went viral about like the dolphins are coming back to the Venice canals and all those, because Uh uh I think people really want to believe that just like us staying home for a couple weeks solves the climate change problem or (laughs) like, which it definitely doesn't. And it almost is like, see, it's no big whoop. Look, we Uh. fixed it. I mm-hmm. think it's kind of like that and not in a bad way. It's just that we're so desperate for good news and right and sort of the world to be uh, back on its yeah. axis that yeah. we're kind of inventing stories to help us feel better. Yeah. Or, or uh, seeing what we want to see. Yeah. In, in these stories. Yeah. Which, you know what, is a survival strategy. Yeah. It's a coping mechanism. And maybe but, even think about the journalists. Like, you know, because th- often there's distance. Like you're reporting on something that's happening. You know, like who's like the writers of the articles even. Mm-hmm. You know, and like you're reporting on something that's happening over there. So there's, there's, it's like externalized. But, you know, now you're like in it and you're dealing with the same thing. So, you know, I feel like even like everybody maybe. Well, and like a lot of people were saying, silver lining. 
what's the what's the harm, you know, if it gives us hope or whatever. But the conservationists were saying uh-huh. the harm is just that um, if you find out it's a hoax, then there's a deflation of your spirit mm-hmm. that happens, and that can lead to apathy yes. and feeling like, oh, you know, there's no hope anyway. Um, yes. So, like, n- let's not worry about it. But, totally. Yeah, just something to think yep. about. Yeah, like going back to, oh, yeah, you know, we can go back to, like, old, yeah, everything's mm-hmm. fine. Look, we like that, the, yeah. that two weeks indoors uh, undoes, you know, like... I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, problem solved. Yeah, yeah, problem solved. Yeah. I read this great piece from NPR about this guy who's like a amateur scientist who's lived alone in the Rockies for like 50 years. Oh, I love those kind of guys. It was really cool because, you know, obviously it's more important now to understand like the best strategies for dealing with this new normal. Uh-huh. And he was so cool too because he was just like, um, he his he's very matter of fact and... He was saying that he never knows what day it is, but he always knows what time it is. So focus on that. And I thought that was good advice. Like stick to a schedule because then, you know, you have the time in your head. Whereas who cares what day it is, you know? This, okay. I want to hear all of these things, but (laughs) I like, I have to say, I read an article it was like a headline I clicked on and then a very short article. And I was like, what the fuck? That was about how it was like an astronaut who lives in isolation mm. gives tips on how to help. I, I didn't like that article. It was one tip. It was exercise. It was fuck so off. dumb. I mean, I get it, but you're talking with a different <laughs> kind of person, like the kind of, of self-discipline that an astronaut has. Yeah. I know, Sarah. I'm glad you agree. I felt the same so way. We when need I read to that. talk to caveman, wilderness <laughs> dude, who's like, you know, dealing with some real shit, and like maybe has I don't know whatever's led him to the woods, like, like that. I want that. I'm with. I am at his level of. I agree. Functioning. I agree. I found his advice helpful. He was saying. Um, make yourself useful so like he started um measuring snowfall and just keeping track of the weather and then would kind of chart it and he ended up becoming this incredible climate change um uh scientist but he he never intended to like he was just reporting what he found and that has changed the course of climate change but anyway he found a way to make himself useful and he he recommends that and then he said um don't I wonder s- if that was intentional. What? Making, oh, to become like, useful. If he thought about that or if he's like reflecting on this is what I did. Like if there was, if he naturally did that. Because a lot of outdoorsy woodsman kind of people do those odd things like measure that yes. stuff. And you think it's like part of the survival, but maybe it's this natural. Well, he said like, he started journaling and then he read it back and didn't find it useful because it was just sort of like boring as hell. And so mm-hmm. instead of doing that, he decided to track the weather instead. Interesting. I know. Isn't that cool? Y- this, this guy is... We like him. Yeah. He was like too smart to live amongst <laughs> us regular folk. And then he said, don't celebrate what you're supposed to celebrate. Like if you don't want to celebrate, you know, a holiday, don't. Or your birthday, who cares? Celebrate what matters. And for him, that was like, he, he hates having to go to town and deal with groceries which uh, so do i and right so now me too he would sell he would save watching a movie he liked for when he got back 
to celebrate having done something he hated. Oh, which I thought was great. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, a reward system, a celebrate. This is like that ABC thing we were talking about before. Yeah. So like it's when a he would get back, he knew he had something to look forward to, and it was going to be fun. And and then he he set up three chairs in his little projector area, but he said he always thought he'd invite people to join him, and oh. he never did. Oh. He's not a big social guy. That's all right. Yeah. Well, that's okay. Yeah. Man. He seems very Those content. Are, see, see he, that, that's already better advice than the <laughs> astronaut lady gave me. I know. Disappointed. The funny thing is I think I read a different astronaut one because it was about a man, but mm. equally uh, um, stupid. Yeah. I was like, thanks a lot. <laughs> one of the most high-functioning, disciplined, like, you know, able to deal with high-stress you know, environment person. Yeah. I don't have the same skill set. I seriously can't believe that some of those people go up there for a year. Right. Insane. I don't understand how any human being can have a mind that is that stable. I don't either. I'm sure it's like rigorous testing. (laughs) It just doesn't even seem like any person. I mean, think about how, like, you know, I'm always surprised that people don't go nuts on airplanes more. That's true. I agree. Yep. You know? Good point. So, like, up in space, I have... That's one of my themes and reoccurring nightmares. Uh, I wake... Like, I'm on a space station. And for some people, they might think that's great, but I'm always terrified that, like, there's always, like, a, a, a hatch that's open, and then I can't breathe. <laughs> and, like... That's yeah, awful. And, like, I know. Your nightmares are so elaborate. Yeah, it's that's they're all, they're all they're usually themed, so it's like one of the like three or four themes. It's like I'm either at camp on a challenge or at, at a docked at the U.S. space station. Carmax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at Carmax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car; you should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hey, did you happen to read during this time about that fucking bitch, Typhoid Mary? Uh, yes, because I didn't. I asked Alexa who Typhoid <laughs> Mary was because I was like, why does this keep like coming up in my mind that like, you know, so can you like get, elaborate a little more than Alexa did? Idiot. Yeah. I bet Alexa didn't tell you what a stupid ass this bitch was. N- no, she didn't. So this dummy was working in, I guess, kitchens. And then there was these outbreaks of typhoid and they didn't know why. And eventually, it took a really long time, but eventually they realized that she was the problem. That wherever, oh, or she was a nanny at the time. And so every family would end up getting fucking typhoid and dying. And oh so they realized God. that she was the common denominator. And then they realized that she was an asymptomatic carrier of typhoid. And oh, so shit. they took her and they made her live in isolation for three years. And she hated it, as you would. And she was so mad about it. And she so, did not have Netflix. She didn't have Netflix. And she was just pissed. And so she promised them if they let her out, she would like never work with food or anything again. And so finally they relented. They let this woman out. And it took like two seconds for her to get another job in a kitchen. 
and oh my God. under an assumed name, like she was determined. Oh. And then, of course, people started dying again. And Get so then out. they found her. And yeah, Alexa t- did not say all this. <laughs> so then they had to take her to this island off of um, Manhattan. Oh my God. It's called North Brother Island. And it's super tiny, this like place you don't want to live. And made her live there for the next 25 years until oh she died. Oh my God. Because this all could have been handled if she just washed her hands before she did the food too. Oh my God. But they didn't know oh, that yeah. back then. Well, yeah. Oh. So the only did they answer think was, she was like a murderer? I mean, did they like. I mean, maybe, maybe not, but she was because she knew yeah. she had this and kept doing it anyway. Yeah, because that's that's like if you knowingly infect somebody with something, I think that that's there's definitely laws against that. Yeah, like HIV and stuff. That's how it yeah. is now. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. So then I was reading about that particular island, North Brother Island, which still exists, but it's been abandoned since 1963. Oh my God. And to Who go there, did she live there with? When did she live there? Who? With, there how? must have been other people at that time in terms of like. Because um, the who island else did they send there, the, <laughs> the island for a while became like a tuberculosis ward, yeah. and then for another period of time it was like a drug rehab island, <laughs> and so it went through different iterations of what was housed there. But now it's this creepy, kooky island where everything is still there, but it's all dilapidated and Ooh, oh, creepy. It's super spooky. In order to go there, you Haunted have to get like AF. The, <laughs> In order to go there, you have to get tuberculosis. (laughs) You have to be an asymptomatic carrier. Um, Anyway, so that's kind of creepy. And eventually it'll be underwater, though, because it's um, when the water rises, North Brother is going to be underneath. Oh, my God. It's that? Wow. Yeah. So now it's just... That's a crazy thing to think that an I Man. I know. Yeah, but no, global global warming. Everything's fine. Dolphins are returning. (laughs) and like when people tell me that stuff i don't correct them because i don't want to be the like yuck anybody's yum but Mm -hmm. inside i'm just like i wish i could tell you that that's not actually true yeah i will say like i live in a very very busy and and like trafficy area and usually and now when i walk the dog um just take the dog to the dog park because i'm not gonna walk on big long walks now um uh, the, I can really hear birds. It's like I know birds that is chirping. Nice. It's really nice, and I had that same thought. And then I thought the thing afterwards of like, yeah, but like this is temporary and doesn't you know birds aren't. We just hear them now because there are no cars. Like you know, right? There's nothing competing with yeah them. We've been leaving lots of presents for our crow friends. I'm hoping oh, to establish. A hey, bond. that's a really good thing to do. You'll yeah establish a relationship. Like I want them to be my friends so bad. Remember well, when I googled how to be friends with crows? <laughs> this is this is a good. If there's ever an animal that like in nature that you could do this with, this would be the one. What do you think they want me to leave for them though? Because I want to make them happy. Um, shiny things. Okay. Yep. And I say this because a long time ago, I talked about a story of a little girl who mm-hmm. did like that, and the crows and brought things to her. Yeah, like nuts and bolts. And, and then they said that they started, uh, uh, they recognized that she had a preference for certain things. And the, the things that they brought became things that she liked more and they were more personalized. Okay. 
What do you so think you they want me to give them? Shiny things. Just shiny things. But then what are um, they going to give me? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to make it a reciprocal. I, I do mean, feel you know like what? We're mentally you could, off the rails today, and you I love could, it. No, no, no. Because like, th- if there were, you have a husband who would build this, and a son who would be interested in this, and I mean, th- talk about a way to kill an afternoon or an entire week, or really, you know, a month, because um, ongoing research. Uh, you could build one of those, like, uh, uh, um, what the hell? Vending machines. What? Yeah, they work. P- somebody, they've people have done this. That. The, uh, Researchers built a vending machine where crows, you have to, like, they'll create a relationship because they use tools and things in their surroundings. And so researchers put a vending machine, like, out in the middle of nowhere and um, taught them to put coins in the machine and it would give them, like, popcorn or something. That is adorable. With putting the coins all around, like, close, like, a whole bunch of them around the machine and they would, like, you know, because crows naturally are like, well, I, I got to get this out of here. What can I try? And they'll use things. So a really simple kind of, like, vending machine, you know, contraption or whatever. Obviously not the dial for, like, a gumball because they don't have opposable thumbs, people, if that's what you're <laughs> picturing in your mind. Because I know somebody are, is because that's what I pictured in my mind when I first thought, thought of this. <laughs> so it's not that. But a crow-friendly vending machine. <laughs> and... uh uh and then you, so all the quarters out or whatever, quarters, you know, pennies, whatevs. And then they'll, fi- eventually they will figure it out. I and then you can start taking the quarters and just leave quarters like, and then farther and farther away. And then soon they'll know that they've seen quarters before. And so they'll go and collect them from other places and bring them. And- I'm going to be rich. Yeah, quarters. <laughs> oh, so great. So, oh, I so love there that. you go. You could do this. Okay. I'm I mean, why not it. try? At least, at least, at least. I mean, think about how much fun. God, I gotta have a fucking kid. <laughs> I mean, I I could get Ren this excited about absolutely this because I I did introduce him to stovetop popcorn. Oh yeah. And the enthusiasm I saw, the delight in his eyes when he saw, <laughs> saw those pops, it was like the joy I saw in Lincoln, see in Lincoln. So we could duplicate that maybe with some crow, you know. Oh, I mean, the birds God. are coming out in L.A., like I said. I know. I'm excited. I'm going to develop yeah. this friendship. I'm going to be one of those weird ladies that love birds. Oh, my gosh. I could see that for you. Yes. I feel like it's my destiny. And they, they sing, and you could whistle to it. And it would like sing back, and they recognize get... faces. Oh come on, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Crows, crows probably don't like whistle back. Maybe they make a weird sound. They are not very musical. I'm gonna but... be like Snow White. Yeah. Oh my gosh, imagine. <laughs> um. Okay. Next conversation. So cute. When you were growing up, this might have been after your, or should I say, before your time. Mm-hmm. Were you a member of either Columbia House or BMG Music? Company? Oh, for like one second and i never got any i didn't i, I paid more for it than i <laughs> you were how they made money yes i was that person <laughs> i did not follow up i got like charged and then you have to do the whole send it in i'm sure and i definitely took my parents credit card to do this yeah for sure this wasn't an approved transaction <laughs> 
Did, well, okay, so... It, Which I'm sure is how our, my mom fought it with the credit card company. <laughs> a lot of our listeners are probably too young to remember, but Columbia House and BMG, which was is Blockbuster Music Group, they had these sort of uh, membership programs where if you bought one CD, one full-price CD, they would give mm-hmm. you like a gazillion more for a penny or whatever. Yeah. And everyone was a member. I don't know anybody that wasn't involved somehow with this and so i watched this video of like how did these companies make money because really you'd buy so let's say you paid 20 bucks for a cd and then you got 15 cds it was insane well i um, never remember receiving 15 cds i feel like maybe your family stole them because you should have had a ton of cds coming to you your mom probably put the kibosh on that Probably, yeah. (laughs) Continue. (laughs) Well, so they had, they were describing how the companies would license the songs from the artists, but they would buy like the crappy version, like the one that might have like a different lyric or or like just sort of a a little almost bootleg style. And so they would get it cheaper and then they wouldn't license like the jacket of the cd it would just be like a piece of paper in there and so they cut costs that way and then they were able to and i mean almost all my cds were from bmg and i love those companies because that's what introduced me to so many different kinds of music but i'm sure that was the case for everyone but i just thought it was funny that they're like billion dollar industries that are now completely extinct yeah i mean it's totally but maybe they that people like built on that in some way. Yeah, they like pivoted. Yeah, to something else because I also read about Publishers Clearinghouse, which is a similar scenario, except with like magazines, oh, the magazines. and books. Yeah, and like how they would give out money, they'd come to your door and be like, "You won a million dollars." Do you remember mm-hmm. those commercials? Yeah, but it was saying like, you know, people mis uh, believed, <laughs> believed incorrectly that. Yes. They had to like buy these subscriptions in order to qualify for the contest. So they ended up getting sued and stuff. But they're still in business, uh-huh. as you say, digitally and make tons of money. So yeah. they did something right. Because people. I definitely did that too. I got all the magazine subscriptions Turn and then them. I would run through the. This was like anything. Like I would, whenever it was like, oh, time to renew, I would never renew. So I would just get like the, the introductory. Great. What what magazines though. did you subscribe to when you were God. little? Um, uh, like Little Kit, Ranger Rick. What is that? Oh, it was the is best. Is it like Girl Scouts thing? No, it was like, it was like a little ranger, like I think it was a raccoon. And <laughs> he, it was like nature-y kids magazine. Like, like, um, what's the great one? Highlights. Oh, Definitely yeah, Definitely had yeah, that yeah. too. Mm-hmm. But it was like highlights, but like more nature-y. And then how did you, what did you go to when you were in like teenage? Nickelodeon magazine. Freaking loved that. Then I, then I started graduating to the, uh, 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 oh, I like, uh, um, what is it? It was like my guilty pleasure, but like, I didn't want anybody to know that I was reading like all the 17 and those magazines. Oh yeah. Why am? Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. I, was like rejecting that being that kind of girl, you know, I was like <laughs> cutting all the hair off my Barbie dolls and like 
you know. But yeah, really, that's gone. just because I felt like I was never going to be accepted by the kind of girls on the covers of Seventeen magazine. So I'm like, mm. well, if I can't, that's you know, you became be Tuesday one, sacrifice. then I'm just going to be yes, the opposite of that. Dye my hair black and bleh. and uh, and really, I think it was like oh, just uh, yeah. I wonder so. if we would have been friends because I was always irritated by that um, sort of philosophy. But then the people made me laugh. I really liked them. The oh, we probably would have been friends. Okay. I definitely, yeah, for sure. Maybe Plus, I, I hung me. out with a bunch of religious people, friends. All oh, my friends true. are like, yeah, I, oh, 100%. Okay. I just want to know yeah. that we would have been friends. My friends were like Mormon and like, you know, going to church every, and like, yeah. How about those Mormons? They were prepared for all this, all their canning and homesteading. Yeah, right. They were totally ready. I'm jealous. Yeah. Did we already talk about how, uh, uh, maybe my mom just said that the young people uh, are creating a shortage of yeast in the United States because everybody's home making bread. I saw you on your Insta story and I, you didn't see it, but I wrote, I, I ordered, I have two pounds. I got you, boo. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I'm like part of the problem. <laughs> oh, that's but so I've funny. always been making bread. So that, yes, that was, that's not a new You're thing. OG bread maker. <laughs> that's funny. Yes. But I mean, I like all that, but I just don't want people to feel like they have to yeah. be doing something. I did make some banana bread in that. And then the day I made the banana bread, all these memes came out about how everybody's making fucking banana bread. <laughs> and I swear I have a theory on this that it's because all of us bulk bought bananas two weeks ago. Uh-huh. And now they're all going bad. So we're all like, oh, I know what you, you could do. You can make banana bread. So then people are like, oh, here, let me post my banana. That's what's happened. It's exactly in line with when that, all that panic yeah, buying was. Yeah, when they're going to expire. I know yeah. I did the same thing with apples. I made homemade applesauce like a freaking mm. pioneer woman. Wow. So, I mean, I'm doing an, I, I've got, I've got the apples ready for an apple crisp, crisp oh, this, uh, that's this a better idea. Myself. I Delish. think that people should take this time to leave us a five-star review and subscribe Please. and tell a friend. Yes. We are a great podcast to listen to while you are baking or cooking. I know cause I do it myself. Yeah, so do that. Laugh and, at my um, own jokes. And maybe you guys can be crabby with us and we'll just yes, live in that. Yes, we love that. That's fine. Send us some funny things, you see. All right, we love you. See you next time. Love y'all. Bye. Bye.